Hey guys, James Rest here, Marketing Secrets for Electricians, and this is part two of the interview with Scott, so enjoy. So, here's what I hear a lot. How do normal electricians like us, who are properly trained and licensed, who are not willing to cheat and take shortcuts, and who are wanting to own a successful electrical business? How do we compete against the big guys who own the market share or the guys that charge peanuts for an electrical job? On top of that, we want to employ the best electricians so we can get off the tools and have plenty of time for other areas of life. That's the question. Join me and follow along as we search for the answers. My name is James Rest and welcome to Marketing Secrets for Electricians. With that, how long did you reckon it took you to recover from mistakes? Um, in terms of in terms of time, I mean, like I said, I mean, from maybe it happening to actually being back at being a, a good thing, I'll probably say it was a good few months. I think maybe three or four months to actually be confident on getting back the tools. You know, start realizing that. It wasn't necessarily because again, like what we just touched on, I was I blamed the builder and I thought it's his fault this has happened. It's him. It's him. It's him. And then, like I said, obviously my thought process changed. And I thought, well, no, it's I've got to take responsibility for for what I did, and there could have been steps there um, that could have been avoided if I had taken a different approach. So I think possibly the first year after that happened, before I started, you know, to come full circle and realise that it's me that needed to change and improve things, but. Yeah, financially, like I said, it was hard because it was my main wage on my family and, yeah, really struggled. I mean, luckily for me, I had family support that helped me through it. My mum was a big helper with, with helping me through all that. Um, but, yeah, to bounce back on my feet, I'd probably say realistically probably about a year. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you, can, uh, if you can avoid doing it, avoid it at all costs. <laughs> like, even in Australia, like, just recently with the whole shenanigans that are going on, there's been a lot of, or even in the last five years, there's been a lot of builders who are like losing millions and just shutting the doors. Like they're going bankrupt in the millions of dollars because that, like, you know, they're just, you know, quoting badly or just planning wrong or whatever the case, but they're losing a lot of money. And then all the electricians who are subcontracting to them, they yeah. lose out a lot of money. So, like, the, it, you know, it, it's, it's a mistake common in our trade. You know? Like, even the bigger yeah. guys that have been doing this for years. Someone made that mistake, and then that whole company goes bankrupt because of it. Yeah, and it drags everyone down with them, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. And then, and then all those Sparkies that had had jobs—I don't know if you use Sparkies over there. Yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> I say that sometimes, and people look at me like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, uh, uh, So, and then, like, it, it it also affects the like if you're in the domestic trade, it affects like then you get a flood of electricians. But then you know there's more trade, the supply is less because there's more electricians in, and the prices go down, and everyone then starts uh, competing on price. So it's this ripple effect. Yeah. You see, I, I always find uh, competing on price and undercutting each other is what kills our industry. It's it's just a race to the bottom. Uh, it's it's just not worth it. So many guys I know. We'll try and throw freebies in uh, without actually understanding what detriment it's having to them and their cost. They think that they're doing well, and it's the long-term cost is uh, is ridiculous for you know undercutting and trying to just do the work. I get, I get some people might be desperate, but it's it's not a good way to go. We should be sticking together. I mean, plumbers don't do that to each other. Plumbers, especially in in the UK, 
it's almost like they have a secret code and they all charge a fortune for doing a boiler and everyone is the same. But our industry, we seem to undercut each other. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's a, I mean, it's the worst, one of the worst ways to do business because it's it just, it hurts the person, it hurts the electrician the most because the customer, they win, they get the cheapest deal. They may, or they, it may hurt them as well. But like, I've had plenty of jobs where I've talked to the, taken the cheaper guy and then they've called me later, hey, he didn't show up or B, like lights falling out of the roof. Like, can you come and yeah. fix it? <laughs> yeah, exactly, mate. It's happened to me plenty of times. But I always make sure that them types of customers always get charged a little bit extra for uh, <laughs> for not using this in the first place. No, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but then it, it's an opportunity for the customer learn and you know the the actual quality electrician can kind of out and, and and save the day. And then sometimes I haven't been able to save the day. Like they wanted me like there today and it's like i can't come today you know like just because you booked the day off and that guy didn't show up doesn't doesn't mean i have the day free to come and install your lights or whatever so yeah, yeah. exactly um, i think um I, I think a big one as well for um for our side of things i think one of the main things that we do to set ourselves apart from everybody else is we take we do take the time to sit down with the customer and get to know them personally and understand their issues and what it is that they want from the electrical job and try and tailor the experience around it. And our company is, is big and I'm trying to push even more so on creating a positive experience, not just a transactional turn up, change a light, do this, actually speak to them about the job, help them with safety issues they might have on the property. And I've found customers are more happy to pay the, the prices that you're charging if you if you're delivering on service, if you turn up and just swap a light and leave, then yeah, it's going to, you're going to get a, a low quality job because you're providing a low quality service. Whereas yeah. I, I have I have found one of the biggest things I've learned in certainly in the past six years is you will get customers that are happy to pay for a good quality service if you're providing one. If you go the extra mile, people really question like why are you, why are you more expensive? Well, I say expensive, not like why do you charge more, but it's because you get more. It's, I always say as well to people, it's like going into a Ferrari garage and saying, well, Fiat are only charging £3,000 for a car. Why is yours so expensive? It's because it's, it's a different quality of service, isn't it? They don't question that, do they? Like, they don't question well, yeah. the car difference. <laughs> yeah, you, you, know, you know the quality that you're getting, and that's that's what I try to speak. Any guys that I speak to, I just try to say, make sure, make sure you're providing a quality service and, and that you, you do charge something that is enough to make your money and, and you're still... Not, I wouldn't say rip the customer off at all, but um, make sure that you're with it. Yeah. Like, and that's, and, and business is about building relationships. So if you take the time to help build that relationship up front, of course, like they're going to be more trustworthy and it's a more of a long term game. Like, exactly that, yeah. Come up for the rest of their life, ideally, or, you know, as long as they're in town or whatever the case may be, which could, in Australia, I think the average domestic place or, you know, domestic customer spends about 500 bucks a year so yeah. that's like 500 bucks in your pocket every year ideally give it that mess here versus if you just do one job and they're like oh he come and left next time i'm going to call another company because you know i wasn't impressed or he just did the job but maybe do, do you find people re returning like or do you have a lot of return customers from doing that process that's that's predominantly where we get our work from. I mean, again, just to touch back onto what I said about trying to do self-improvement, I'm not big on marketing. I've never really marketed, uh, and it's an area I'm weak, I know that I'm weak on, so I'm trying to, to look on how to 
promote our business to other people. But nearly all of our work is repeat customers or word of mouth, just purely because we do do a good service and people appreciate that. So we get recommended and, and it's all recommendation based. Um, and that, I find that's one pillar that, um, so that would be, I'd say, a pillar of marketing, yeah, the referral side of it. And that's where a lot of electricians I've talked to, they're strong on that point. They're good at building. If you go into business, you and yeah, you like dealing with people and that as well. There's, there's got to be that aspect. You can't deal with people. It's not you're not going to get anywhere. So that's yeah. a strong quarter. It's more a lot of people struggle with new people. You know, doing extra marketing, Google, whatever. It be. Um, so you're definitely not alone in that avenue. No, yeah, well, it's, uh, it's, it's the, I mean, social media marketing is slightly easier, but certainly, uh, you know, trying to approach new customers, new businesses that maybe already have an electrician and, and trying to explain why you provide a better services. Again, is, I'm not ashamed to admit it's a, a weak point for me, but because I'm a people person, I get on with anyone. I'm, I'm, if I'm in front of someone or, and, and actually get that first meeting, it's, it's easy. It's just trying to get that first meeting that is challenging. Um, but then, like, like you said, if you have certain pillars of marketing, if you rely on one and that one pillar collapses, say, for example, COVID-19 happening and people aren't booking work because of referrals or anything like that, then you will find yourself struggling. Yeah, for sure. There's there's definitely one thing. Okay, so with with uh, your business at the moment, do you, do you, if I say you have a list, do you know what that means? Well, a, a list of customers. Do you have a list of customers, yes? Yeah, we do. And do you communicate with them on a regular basis? Yeah, it's, it's, it's good that you've touched upon that because, again, I suppose everybody has good customers and bad customers. I do keep in contact with them. But, I mean, without trying to properly track it, you'd be I'm, I'm surprised because I've, again, started tracking um, when I've spoke to someone and stuff like that. And sometimes it's months between. And I have found that even just calling up and just saying, oh, how's, hi, how's it going? You okay? Stuff like that. Sometimes it jogs them to think, oh, yeah, I do need some work, work doing. Or I'm not some of these work doing. So keeping on your customers and, again, just providing a bit of extra service, even just saying hi and not trying to do a hard sell. It, yeah, you, it, don't always, like, you don't always have to sell something. No. <laughs> it's just That's about keeping on top of on top of mind they're like so if they need something you're the electrician they call they don't have to go i'm going to look through on google and type in electrician no they're just like ah oh, i know scott i'm going to give him a call i've got him i got him as a safe contact as electrician under in my phone that's what you want to be on speed dial <laughs> exactly yeah and and, and as, as well if, you, if you're not uh, if you're not providing uh, any sort of benefit to that customer and you're turning up doing the work taking the money and going they're not going to think of you but it's like you say if you if you're constantly on them and not even on them, but you know, like uh, contacting them and just checking in with them, it, you're going to be more likely at the front of the mind than uh, than others. Yeah, totally. And that's, I think that's a big part of it. Like, just because you don't need electrician every day, no. you know, you do need electrician. Everyone uses power, so you do need them. It's just a matter of when and are you going to be that person that the customer calls versus going on Google. So, no, that's definitely a big part of it. What? Um, what was an aha moment for you or a success for your electrical company? Um, I did jot this down. Yeah, I, I, we've already touched on it, to be honest, James. It's, it's my, my biggest my biggest uh, aha moment was, as I've said, that people will pay for quality service. Um, and I didn't, I didn't realise that at first. I always thought, oh, they're expensive. And like I said, I mean, if, you, if you're a good people person and – you actually listen to what the person is saying and take a genuine interest in 
in them and don't just be selfish and think about what you can get out of it and actually provide that's, that's a key point then think about them not you yeah it, 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 honestly it, it, trying to think of other people and it works in all aspects of, of life as well actually listen listening to what the person's telling you and i found it I even make notes when I've had a chat with a customer, I'll make a note on what we spoke about so that the next time I see them, if it's like, oh, my kids have got a footy game next week, and next time I see them, I say, oh, how did the kids' game go? And the, the amount of people that appreciate the fact you've actually listened to what they were talking to you about, oh, it's huge, yeah, it's massive. And and like I said, that puts you in front of everybody everybody else. So, yeah, definite like, um, game-changing moment for me was realising that if you provide a good quality service, there's a lot of customers out there that that is more important than the monetary as aspect of the job. And they will pay to have you there, you know, making them feel a lot better about the work and confident that you're, you know, you're a good person trying to do a good job. No, totally. And I even remember one customer I went to, like, I just went to change a light and I, I I went there and she was like telling me all her problems and I felt like a counselor, yeah. Like <laughs> I was like, Well you pay me for an hour so I can I can listen to and have a chat with you if you want. <laughs> yeah, like, I I've never found it. It's 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 strange. So you find some customers uh, they tell you some strange stuff sometimes and like you say, it's almost like a council session, but uh yeah, it's 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 strange, um, whereas I didn't used to have that, again, from when I first started, I used to turn up, do my work, say thanks, bye, and then that was it, but, you you have to be, like, you have to make, you know, connection, and you have to listen, like, that's that's the key, key aspect of, you know, you've got an opportunity, they've called you, you've got an opportunity to get into the door, that's huge, you know, a lot of, like, a lot of lead generation businesses, you know, they they send out three quotes, so you got to, if you're the one going there and you win that job, take the time so they don't send out another three quotes next time. Well, exactly. I think, uh, again, obviously, if, uh, if people are into books and stuff like that, a great book around that is uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. I don't know if you've read that. Yeah. Uh, such, such, a, such a good book. And that, again, is just exactly what we've just said. Uh, if you take time to listen to people, uh, not just in business, but in your personal things, you'll, you'll reap the benefits from it. Yeah, and that book's like, I don't know, 80 years old. I've got the 80 Oh, it's, yeah, it's really old. Such and a good book. Still very it's, relevant. It's like, and it's even more relevant nowadays because of the social media. Like, there's a lot of disconnect. Like, you can easily tweet or write something on Facebook, and it's like not so meaningful. Whereas to have a conversation, like, get on a video call like this, if you could do that with your customers, like, it's even if you're not there, it's still more meaningful. You're taking the time to sit down. Okay, what's your electrical problem, for example? Yeah. Like, and I haven't actually done this as well, but I, I want to test this in the future is having video calls instead of, instead of driving out there, having video calls where you're just like, okay, get on your phone, take me around. Okay, let's look at that job. Let's look at that job and see if that works. Yeah, that would be really cool. Really cool. Yeah. Say especially driving back and forth just to do a quote. Yeah, it's, it's, it's funny you've said that because especially like with what we've had to do with a lot of Zoom meetings and things like that that have taken place in, in today's climate, I've, I've been thinking of something similar. I mean, even one for me is uh, just with my staff. Uh, sometimes it can go up to a week where I've not actually seen the guys out on site doing it because I've been in, you know doing my own thing and, and working on it. And even just not seeing them, sometimes there's a disconnect there. And it, it's, again, it's, it's just people skills. If, if you're not there... Um, to support people, do you know what I mean? People don't want to want to work with you. It's, it's, it's like they don't be everything, isn't it? Yeah, like if you if you your your employees are your customers too. Yeah, like yeah. you've got to stop them. You've got to make sure they're happy because if they're not happy, they're gonna leave. 
Yeah, well, yeah, it's true. Very true. So, uh, so any any last tips or anything else you'd like to share? Um, yeah, well, like I said, I mean, if there's anything, if there's anything that you're ever unsure on, um, always ask. There's no, it, just get past the uh, the embarrassment of not knowing, um, and always always ask. Um, if you're weak on something, uh, always look to improve it. It's again, it's touching up on everything that we've spoke about today. But it, I mean. I've got to say that saying again, if you do as you've always done, you'll get what you've always got. If you're not happy in your current life, change it. You, do you know what I mean? There's, there's, there's stuff out there. There's people out there that'll help. I mean, like I said, if anyone wants to reach out to me personally, I'm on Facebook. Um, my name's Scott Holt. Search me, chat to me anytime. I'm, I'm always, always open and I'm willing to help other people um, set them on, on the right path. Um, try and surround yourself. I'll put a link in the description for people as well so they can... Yeah, that'd be, that'd be great. I, I think if you try to surround yourself with either other successful people in your industry or like-minded people that can just help you out and stuff, you'd be surprised at how far you can get just by asking for help because there's always people out there willing to help and, and try and help other people along. No, for sure. And that's, yeah, the, the mastermind factor converting, you know, what is the rule like? Um, you're the you're, you're sum of the five people you hang around so or you know you you're you can divide the average salary or not every salary it's like whatever level down that's what you're at so if you want to get better you need to kind of also reach above have them part of your circle and sometimes that's actually a conscious choice like hey there's a person who's what i want they look successful can i reach and this is part of marketing too reaching out and can I be friends with them or not officially but actually generally try and be friends with them yeah it's true they, they say they say don't they? they say be the be the dumbest person in in a smart group of people that's what you should always strive to be you don't want to be the smartest person in the room if you are you need to find another room yeah ex well exactly that yeah definitely oh cool so we recommend to be featured next on the podcast oh if you can get him, uh, Greg Allen from uh, he, he runs something called the uh, Electrician, Electrician Success Academy. Um, he he is just absolutely brilliant. He's um, someone who I would consider one of my mentors. Um, and again, he is so, he is someone that I found doing something similar than as what you're doing. He has a, a podcast, um, and I reached out to him, and I've, I've joined his academy, and that's just that's helped me massively. Um, so yeah, like I said, if you if you can get him on your show, mate, that'd be uh, that'd be awesome. All right, cool. Cheers. And so, and then the, and what I like about that is you're from the UK, he's from Australia. So distance isn't a thing. Yeah. Like wherever the people are that you want to network and connect with, stay with today's technology, it doesn't matter where in the world you are. If you've got an internet connection, you can connect and, you know, work something out and communicate and get better from helping each other. That's it. That's what cool. it's about. So, and then where to find more about you. So you have a website. Coming back later. Yeah, I, I can put it. I can put it in the link after. But my website is uh, www.hplecom.com. Uh, that's just a bit about my business, what we do, um, and like I said, if it, if anyone wants to reach out and uh, and ask me more, I'm, I'm always available. Uh, I'll uh, I'll schedule you in just in case I uh, in case I miss it. <laughs> make, yeah, make sure to schedule an appointment with him. Uh, that's cool, babe. Well, yeah, thanks for being on the show. It's been uh, great having you on and sharing and getting to know you a bit. And uh, we'll maybe catch up again sometime. Yeah, that'd be great. I'd enjoy doing that. Thank you for your time. I appreciate it.
Thanks for tuning in and listening, guys. Now, if you want to join in on this conversation and see what we're doing as we develop sales funnels for electricians, head over to Facebook and go to Marketing Secrets for Electricians, and you should be able to find us there. Thanks.